This episode is brought to you by 510Co. I don't know about you guys, but I'm sick of taking L's on sneakers app, and especially taking L's on getting basketball shorts. Are you tired of taking L's on basketball shorts? Check out 510 at 510co.com. The most comfortable NBA-inspired basketball shorts at an affordable price. Everybody should be able to drip on and off the court. No L's, ever. 510co.com. That's 5-T-E-N-C-O.com. Also check them out on Instagram at 510co. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Killer Crossover Podcast. It's your boy, E-Man. It's your boy, Mo. And today we got a very special guest, especially a very special guest to me, um, someone who I have known for a long time, uh, ever since she was really young, uh, which means I was kind of younger, <laughs> but um, someone who I had the pleasure of kind of coaching and training. And now she is a player of the Dominican University women's basketball team, Riley Sarasua. All right, and let's go. Let's go. Riley, welcome to the Killer Crossover Podcast. I know it's been a couple of weeks that we've been trying to get you on. Uh, and finally, we have been able to have our schedules align where none of us are feeling bad. <laughs> nah, I, I don't have no headache anymore. <laughs> um, and first of all, thank you for uh, taking time out of your busy schedule and for, uh, for joining us on our show. Hi, yes. yes. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. I've like actually never been like a podcast really interviewed before. So this is like really cool. Nice. Nice. Absolutely. Um, Welcome. Welcome to the Killer Crossover Podcast. It's a great honor to have you. Thank you. Right. So uh, let's get into it. Uh, First, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into sports, uh, particularly specifically basketball, but then, um, you know, just kind of how you grew up and how you got into it. So my name is Riley. Um, I play at Dominican University in San Rafael Um, and I'm 20 years old and I'm actually majoring in occupational therapy. Um, And so kind of just like the, like I could think of from when I was like probably five or like six, I was like already like literally playing basketball. I actually grew up with like all boy cousins so I was like the only girl so growing up like you could see I was like more like a a tomboy like I was like always hanging with the boys all my older cousins like played basketball so I think they're like who I looked up to like a lot growing up and I would just play outside in the front yard with them like play like one-on-one like two-on-two like whatever it was Um, but from then like I think it was the second grade I actually got into like CYO basketball and I started playing with like the like kids that were like a year older than me. And then from then I just knew that like, I loved it. Like every day, like I was getting my dad to like go out in the front yard with me, like just to train, like, you know? Nice. Uh, but I just, it was something I gravitated towards like at a young age. And I knew it was like, I honestly didn't think like, ooh, like, like going into it in the beginning, like, ooh, this is something I'm gonna like, you know, pursue like later on. Like it was just more like, I was going into it just having a lot of fun. And I think that's always been the main key for me. It's just like, it's something I've always like had fun doing. So, yeah. Nice. You mentioned uh, you used to play 
with kids that were older than you when you when you first got into it um part of that would probably has to do with the rules and you can't play for the girls at least in CYO basketball you can't play until you're in third grade yeah but you were playing up did you continue to play up after that um after that no I didn't actually I like then because that was the thing I like really wanted to play and I actually wasn't old enough yet to like play so I like my parents just kind of like worked with people like just to like kind of let me play because I was just like I really want to do it like that's how much I like really wanted to play um but no after that I ended up playing just like my my age group but then later on when I started playing AU um my AU team would play up and like varsity like leveled when I was probably like eighth grade eighth grade like freshman year we'd start to play up and then I'd actually get like a really like big like idea of oh this is how it is like you know and I think growing up too, like just playing with my cousins all the time, like that were all guys. It like, honestly, like it was really fun. It like made me a lot more tough, I think, like going in, going in, like playing like with like girls and stuff. And where did you play CYL? I played at St. Edwards. Up, okay. Up in Newark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, so you kind of mentioned it before with your uh, with your cousins, but like other than your other than your cousins and everyone who you grew up playing basketball around, who do you find like inspiration in uh, as far as basketball players or just athletes in general? Um, I think if someone was gonna ask me like who my favorite basketball player was, I'd say I always say it's Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Uh, just personally, I've always idolized him ever since I was young. Like. I just love how he honestly can do like everything. He's a shooter, he can get to the basket, um, he can defend. And I feel like that's someone I've always looked up to. Um, someone that's like all around, um, not just offensively, like also defensively. Uh, and obviously I would say also, I really idolize like Damian Lillard. I love like his aggr- his aggression. Like I think that's mm-hmm. one aspect I've always tried to like put into my game was like, you know, sometimes your shots aren't going to fall all the time. Like, you know, like that's one thing I've learned, like growing up playing basketball, like um, I've tried to make defense such a big part of my game because offense won't be there all the time, but defense will. And I think that's one thing that I've always like held like to my game. Like, yeah. I love it. For, for our listeners, you know, you know that I trained and coached this girl because of that. <laughs> yeah. No, and honestly, like from when we were you were training me I was like pretty young but from then I think that I was probably was like in the fourth or fifth grade when you were training me and that's when I was actually getting into it more like starting to play AAU like you know you honestly got me in shape I remember I don't know if you remember <laughs> but when you started training me I was a you know trying to like had some baby weight on me but you really like condi- like we did a lot of conditioning I remember that at the park like after yeah, school you gotta set that foundation yeah <laughs> well what was your uh, aau experience like um i loved my aau experience um i played for the norcal lions up in hayward with coach marcus um well yeah i was left from what it ended it was east bay nets and then it became norcal lions um but i loved it i i loved the whole like i loved the relationships I built within AAU, um, the traveling, just being able to play and just like, 
like do something I love and like I'm very blessed that my parents were able you know to provide that for me like that exposure that I got um but honestly AAU I think it's like a whole different like it's it's so aggressive like it's so fast-paced like from what I remember like everyone like we're like literally it's like 8 a.m and everyone's like it's already like a full court press like you know <laughs> i loved it though like it was so early but everyone's just so hyped like i loved i love the energy just going to tournaments um mm-hmm. just being able to like just play with everyone and my coaches they were awesome um they're so supportive but yeah i love i loved, I loved aau honestly i thought that was such a great like exposure just of like really how how like fast-paced basketball could be right and is yeah. that is that what made you want to take basketball more serious honestly yeah. AAU terms? yeah aau that exposure that i got like being able to play with people that were like like a lot like probably like three years older than me like i just saw how like how like i don't know how to explain it but just almost like <laughs> how i said like fast-paced it was like i loved that like i loved the energy that it brought and yeah, honestly, AU, like my exposure to that really like drew me towards basketball a lot more. I love that. And especially if you get with the right program and yeah. you're in the right tournaments, that could help prepare you for that next level yeah, of play. Definitely. Yeah. Um, speaking of the next level of play, you ended up going to Newark Memorial High School, yeah? Yeah. Newark Memorial High School, uh, obviously in Newark. <laughs> How, talk about talk about your experience playing basketball at Newark. Did you did you start off on a JV team? Did you go straight to the varsity team? Huh. How did how did your journey in high school go? So freshman year, I actually was on varsity my freshman year, and I was I actually started my freshman year too, which was awesome. Yes. Um, I was playing with girls that were like two, three max older, three max years older than me. And I think going into high school ball, um, I think I had a lot of experience like with AAU that going into it was actually a smoother transition than I thought. Definitely a little bit like, you know, a little bit more fast paced in a way. Um, the coaching style was a lot different. I was going from like AAU where like, you know, honestly, you could kind of just play. You kind of just, from my coach, my coach is very much like, you guys just play like, you know, and then going into high school, I had a coach that was a lot more, you know, like wanted to run plays. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was actually like um, something that was a lot more different for me, I would say. But other than that, like I enjoyed my high school experience a lot. Um, freshman year, um, I got like rookie of the year, which was awesome. Um, I played with like amazing people. I played for a great coach and great coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I think I had like a really smooth transition throughout high school and everyone that I was playing with. Were you coached by uh, Coach Mark? Yeah, Coach Mark, um, Coach Reyna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I had I had great coaches in high school. So I'm actually really good friends with uh, Coach Mark's uh, sister and uh, I'm friends with Coach Mark, so. Uh-huh, yeah, no, he was telling <laughs> me that. Yeah, every time, every time I, I know somebody that goes through the North Memorial uh, basketball program, we're, we're always we're always talking about it. <laughs> right, and I was saying, I was telling him like someone always knows someone. Yeah, for sure, yeah. especially in our age group. <laughs> 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 
So talk to us about your position. Do you are you the lead guard? Do you prefer to pay pay off the ball, or are you are you just Stephen Curry with the shot? <laughs> um, okay, so I'd say like freshman sophomore year, I was a lot more like on the point guard. I handled the ball a lot, um, which was something I actually wasn't that used to from AAU. Um, but I would say in high school, I actually started to handle the ball a lot more. I tried to like work on my ball handling a lot more. That was something I was like, was like I needed to get more comfortable with. Um, but I'd say after like my junior and senior year, um, I started to become more of like a two three. Um, I started to just find more ways to get to the basket more, but also I still found ways to find my teammates. Like um, I tried to, it wasn't, it was never a, because it, it was never a time where I could just spot up and shoot. That was never the case. I always had to find ways to get open. Um, but I played with a really good team. We were able to set screens for each other, off ball screens. Um, but yeah, I think also a big part of my game is getting to the basket. Um, I would say I'm more of like an aggressive player. Um, I'll, I'll take it to the rim, like almost like every other time, but I will shoot it. like. Um, but as I said, I think like a big part of my game is defense too. Um, I try to be as active as I can on defense um, at all times. I try to like get up, get up, get up in people's faces. Like I love like pressing. Um, I'm more of that player that like like runs likes to run from spot to spot. But yeah. And let me t- let me tell you. Ever since she was in fourth grade, she talked about how she liked to attack, likes to attack the basket. Ever since she was in fourth grade, when I first started training her, man, she, we were going through uh, Euro step drills, and she wanted to get that down perfect every time, every time, every step. She was like, bam, bam, and then if she would have, if she would have missed or if she would have went off the wrong leg, she would have been like angry at herself until her next rep. Right. It, it was because uh, when when we were training, we were training two or three people at a time. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and we would rotate through the through the uh, drills, and so every time until her next rep, she was like, "Okay, I need to focus on this one thing." She was such a perfectionist, man. Right. Um, I had to get it down. <laughs> now I got it down for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, talk about your recruiting process and how you ended up deciding on going to Dominican uh going from you know from uh what is Newark is Newark division one Newark was division one or um Newark was I want to say we were I think we're D2 D2 yeah so going from D2 high school and then choosing uh, ultimately choosing Dominican to to play for and go to school yeah talk about that whole process so it was my senior year of high school, and I was still trying to decide, honestly. Um, well, this was my junior year, actually, going into my senior year. Um, you know, my parents kind of sat me down and was like, do you want to take this more seriously? Like, you know, is this something, like, you think you can keep pursuing? And I was like, honestly, yeah. Like, I knew that I still loved it so much. Um, so I was looking at a bunch of schools, and then um, at the same time, I was also trying to figure out, like, my parents were also asking me, like, oh like well you know obviously what do you want to do like you know like that that plays a big factor like what do you want to major in and I was still trying to figure that out like throughout senior year I was like I don't know like you know um, I always knew I wanted to 
be involved in like, you know, like something like the recovery process, like somewhere like into that. But I knew like, I was like, I don't want to be a nurse. <laughs> I don't know if you the whole thing of Filipinos being nurses. But I was like, <laughs> but I was like definitely I don't want to be a nurse. I know that. Um, and then my mom actually in introduced the um, idea of occupational therapy to me because my aunt is actually an occupational therapist. So I looked into that and I saw that Dominican had like an awesome like occupational therapy program. Um, and it's like a four plus one program. So it's a um, four years for your bachelor's plus one for your master's. And that really like, that really like drew my attention. I was like, right. Ooh, like that's some that's something I wanna do. And that program seems awesome. Like, yeah. so I reached out to the coach and thankfully he gave me the opportunity to play for his team, which was like, a great opportunity for me um but yeah throughout like that whole process i was like still trying to figure things out but thankfully i was able to you know go to dominican and play basketball which i'm like always so thankful for because it's been a great experience so far nice. yeah uh as a female hooper uh what are some of the challenges that you face? Because there's this, obviously there's this stigma uh, around female hoopers. Mm -hmm. And we, we really want to change that, that, that narrative because there's some ballers out there who deserve all the recognition in the world. So how do you kind of just push back on that narrative, if that makes sense? Right. Honestly, I... I feel like it's such, I feel like honestly, like female hoopers don't get the recognition that they deserve. There's so many like female hoopers that are so good. Like, and I think it's like a big thing of people saying, you know, about the whole, I know, I don't feel like the whole like WNBA thing, like the whole like underpay thing. I was like really shook by that, honestly. Like that some WNBA, play, WNBA players are still actually working like, you know, like jobs besides playing. Like I- Or playing overseas. Right. Like, I just think it's it's so unfair, honestly, but um, from what I see, like I try to like promote, like support women's basketball as much as I can from what I see. Like, I think social media has been a really big thing. Um, but other than that, I do think female poopers do like deserve a lot of recognition. Um, For sure. But sorry, I'm trying to like go towards the question. What was the question again? Like, uh, just basically summing it up, just how you specifically are gonna are pushing back on that that narrative about regarding female hoopers. Like, I don't know, Matt. Help me out here. We we've talked what, about what this were some before. of the what were some of the challenges that you faced growing up as a as a female hooper, um, especially like hit on any like any. I mean, I don't want to say, I don't know if injustice is too strong of a word or, or if it's the right word or like just talk about the challenges that you face going through um, your journey as a female Hooper and if there was any like, how, how, how are we trying to say this? Like, I know what like, you're trying any, to say, any, but like. In, any roadblocks, any yeah. time that you were discouraged, anytime you started to like question your love of the game or if this is something that you wanted to pursue, like right. that type of thing. Right. Um, I'd say 
Well, growing up, I think I never like really questioned my love for basketball. Um, I definitely say like um, within like the past like like couple like I would say I want to say like probably the most time was probably like high school. Um, I'm trying to think. I've actually just remembered like this scenario that happened. Um, there's a lot of like you know a lot of guys talked and like say like you know female hoopers aren't it like you know what I mean like whatever it is I think like one thing I always did notice too like especially in high school was like the difference of people that show up to guys games compared to girls very true I think that was something I just like it always blew my mind I was like like I we had a game um the guys actually were playing before us it's a double header and oh my gosh, the gym was packed for the guys game, like packed. As soon as we played, oh my gosh, everyone left. <laughs> and I think that's, that's disrespectful. Right, yeah. and I think that was just like my first like, wow, like does nobody want to watch female hoopers? Like, is this like, that's how it is? Like, you know, but I think in high school, I would like literally try to get so many people to go to the games. Like I would literally tell everyone in my class, I'm like, yeah, we got a game tonight. You should pull up, like pull up. Um, but I did have some people, like some friends that would, but I think that's one thing that did kind of discourage me in a way was like, I kind of noticed how less of recognition like female hoopers would get when it's like, we put in the same amount of work, like, you know, that's like, you know, it is a little, sometimes could be kind of discouraging, but, um, hopefully like, you know, like if people continue like support women's sports like i think that's a big thing that like needs to like kind of change because mm-hmm. the whole stigma around like um just female like athletes in general is like it's, it's crazy like mm-hmm. that's something that uh because i actually coached i've had the honor of coaching in, at las lomas and at Murrow. so mm-hmm. i've seen uh two different leagues basically the Akalani's league where uh, Las Lomas is. I, I really like how they structure their basketball games because what the way they do it is the varsity teams, uh, boys and girls varsity teams, both have the same schedule at the same location. So you're gonna you're gonna see both the girls team and the guys team playing at the same gym. Um, right. It really just the the third team that goes before them it really just depends on which half of the season it is the first half of the season the jv girls will travel with them and then the second half of the season uh the jv boys will travel with them so it, it really all or vice versa it really all depends but i noticed in the uh mval the mission valley athletic league which is basically like the fremont plus Fremont, Union City, Newark, plus Moreau. <laughs> um, that league, they do guys here, girls here. So right. it's basically, if the guys have a home game, the girls are away. If the girls are at home, the guys are away. So it's like, you never get to see both varsity teams at, right. in just in one place. You have to choose. Yeah. Um, when Mo and I were in high school, our it was a little different experience for us because yeah. our guys team sucked yeah. our guys team was trash 
and our girls team was the one. Yeah, they, they were, were they was them ones. They was <laughs> they were rock stars. Yeah. Especially, yeah. especially my senior year. Actually my junior and senior junior year. Junior and Matt, senior year. Yeah. 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 Your junior my junior and senior year, Matt, Matt senior year, yeah. Yeah. yeah they were rock they were, stars. Yeah. They were they were hella good. So we had a little bit different experience. But again, that was just for that year. Um it really surprises me that you guys didn't really get a lot of turnout, Riley, because both of your varsity teams, boys and girls, were really good. Mm -hmm. uh, especially during the time that you were playing, both both teams were really good. And I would actually venture to say that the girls team was a little bit better than the guys team. But uh, don't don't tell the guys I said that. <laughs> but um, so you talked about college. You talked about uh, high school. And you talked about uh, how you are majoring in occupational therapy. Um, is that what's next? What is next for, for Riley after oh. after college, <laughs> beyond basketball? Or right. is there is there the chance that you have the WNBA in your sights? Um, I think, you know, I honestly try to take it like day by day, but mm -hmm. um, I think later on, like once I graduate, I do want to pursue like occupational therapy. Um, I have been like volunteering, like at clinics. Like I just got into the program actually. Like I just found out. Um, oh, congratulations. So, thank congratulations. You. Um, so I'm super excited about that. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of like clinical work and stuff like that. So I'm actually going to be, I'm actually going to be a little bit more hands-on with it. Um, but later on, I, I love basketball a lot, but I don't know if I do see myself pursuing it mm -hmm. um, after college. It's definitely been like a great experience though. Like, you know, it's something yeah. that will always like, like be me, honestly, when like, I have like, I have to think of some personality traits. I'll be like, honestly, I'll just say basketball. Like it'll always be there, like, you know? Um, yeah. But later on, I do think that I do want to pursue occupational therapy and go on with that. Um, but needless to say, basketball has like, probably taught me so much like beyond words that actually like I think like has allowed me will allow me to like you know be successful later on in my like major and like what I want to do oh for sure yeah how's it like hooping at Old Dominion or I love it. Uh, Dominican was it is Dominican. it Dominican or yeah, Domin Dominican. I'm sorry Dominican I'm sorry <laughs> oh you're good um so actually this past the well last year i want to say my freshman year it was a little it was a little weird of a season because of covid mm -hmm. uh, we played i think it was like i want to say it was six or seven games but we only played like the same like two teams mm -hmm. played um we played uh art and fresno pacific mm -hmm. and i think we played both of them three times um, but honestly, it was like a really weird season. It like didn't, yeah. I won't say didn't really count in a way. Like everyone got an extra year of eligibility. Um, but this past season, we did actually really good. Um, we finished second in our conference. Nice. Yeah, but then, thank you. But then we did lose the first round of playoffs to um, Point Loma. Mm -hmm. But it was an awesome experience, honestly. This, my, my team this year, such like a strong dynam dynamic like on and off the court um probably one of the most like like 
hard, like honestly passionate team I've been on like in a real, in a while, like um, compared to like my high school team. Um, but honestly, like the girls on my team, like it's not even just about basketball, which I love. Like my team, it's like, it's more of like, it's like a sisterhood, honestly. And I think that's like sure. one thing I treasure so much, like just from playing basketball is like just the relationships that I've built and that I'm like continuing to build like through this sport. Um, but hooping like, oh my gosh, my teammates, um, we're always on each other, but I love it. Like at practice, like it's, everyone's just so like passionate, I would say that's the word I want to use. Like, you know, there's sometimes people are all like screaming at each other on the court, like whatever it is, someone's like in your face. But then like the thing with that is like, it's on the court. We don't take yeah. things on the court, off the court. Like we, everyone knows that like we're on each other because we know we can play at that level. Like everyone knows that what everyone's capable of really. Um, and I think that's one thing I love. Our coaches really hold us to like really high standards. Um, and I think honestly, like it, it was a little bit of, honestly, we were all kind of like, wow. Like when we were like second in conference, we're like looking around like, oh shoot. Like it didn't feel like it just cause honestly, like the, like our dynamic, it's just so fun. Like what we were doing. Like, you know, and you could tell like everyone was all in, like everyone loved it. And like, whether like you're just like, you know, at practice or whatever, like everyone's cheering each other on, like no matter what, like, you know, everyone, cause yeah, I just, I love that like support system that we all have with each other. I think that's something that it's like beyond basketball really. Yeah. What's your off season? Oh, my bad. No, I was just going to say, especially because once you get to that point where you're just having fun, it doesn't even feel like you're working. Right. Like you do, you just play. Right. Yeah. Go ahead, man. I, I was going to ask, what's your off-season program looking like currently? Getting um, ready right for now, the upcoming season. Yeah, so right now, like, um, we actually don't have, like, any, like, team workouts over the summer. So what we do is mm. that we leave with, like, um, a packet that our coaches give us. So it's a, um, basically just like a workout that we like, you know, they hold us to like do it on our own. So as of right now, I'm like working out like two times a day. I try to. I'm like trying to lift in the mornings. And then later on, I'm like shooting. I'm actually training with Coach Mark um, throughout nice, the week. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, it's what it's looking like, looking like. I'm honestly just trying to stay on my feet a lot of the time. Um, whether it's just like walking or like going on a run. Um, shout out Mark Escalona, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> shout out. I know. I think he said he's gonna listen. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he. I'm sure he will. Yeah. I'm sure he will. I'm actually gonna see him this weekend too. So. <laughs> but um, now uh, I was gonna I was gonna mention because you were talking about how they just give you a pack in. They basically put the faith in you that you're gonna right. hold yourself accountable and do those workouts on your own. Are you are you doing those workouts while you're traveling in like Hawaii and stuff? Cause right. I seen I seen your Instagram and you're <laughs> you seem to travel a lot. You gotta put her on blast food. like that, man. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. So what I'm getting to though, what I'm getting to though is because when she's out there, she when she's out traveling she posts these pictures and she looks like she's really like at peace and i think that's part of the, the mental health part of the game and the preparation so i just wanted you to hit on that if you can right so when i'm as of right now i haven't really 
recently I actually haven't been like out and about but um I am going to Hawaii in like probably in like a month um but I think the way I like to think about it a lot of the times is when I'm in my aura like my like everyday routine I'm like all in like I'm waking up I'm gonna go work out I'm gonna feel my body I'm gonna go work out again I'm gonna go rest like you know what I mean like I'm all in with like my schedule um but I feel like I like to do take time like you know to go away from it I think that's one thing that I did struggle with a little bit this past season to be honest because I feel like it was like every day like it was like basketball school um homework like tests like basketball it was like that almost like same routine like you know and I think I almost got caught up in the like oh whoa this feels like just feels like a routine like you know um so I think that's one thing I'm trying to put on myself a lot more is like taking time to like myself Um, I think that's like one thing um a lot of people don't touch on like is like like student athletes like mental health and like how much like it could be exhausting honestly like not just like physically like the everyday physical practice routine like you know class like I have practice and then like literally right after practice I'm like running to class and that's like all all school year that's like for like six months straight um so I think one thing I am trying to like prioritize a lot of like this summer especially is like my mental health like you know taking those like mental like reps or like mental like you know just like you know today right resets I think that's like one thing it's kind of hard honestly like when school's up and up and about like is like you know just being able to just like sit back and like you know just read a book or like you know go to the park lay down like whatever so I try to like definitely include those like within my like every like my everyday days of working out that makes sense I try to prioritize like a day or two where I'm like you know I'm gonna just kick it back today I'm gonna just you know I'm gonna just binge watch today, you know, like I deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. But what do you? What uh? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry. What were you gonna say? Yeah. I was just gonna ask you since you mentioned binge watching. What are you? What are you currently binging right now? Um, All American. I don't know if you've. I, I, I know. I, I know the show. A little, a little, a little cheesy it. at times. It is. I do it a lot, but it's <laughs> it's so interesting to me. I love yeah. it. I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> and and I um, mean. I'm gonna admit the reason I keep watching it is because there's a lot of eye candy in there. But, <laughs> I mean, that is true. That is true. But I mean, That's but the, the first season, the first season was really good. The first yeah. season, the first season just drew me and kept me because of the fact that you know they focused on you know the high school student athlete, and like right? A bunch of stuff that they that kids actually go through. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's based on a true story. So. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah <laughs> so I've been kind of watching it. <laughs> nice, nice. Yes. Um, was there anything else that we haven't asked you that you wanted to just mention? Anything coming up? Any, like, for the team or um, anything to look out for? I'm trying to think. Um, besides our season that's going to be um around november and december um i don't know i mean i think i've touched on a lot of things that um that i've kind of was thinking about i think the last thing i was talking about was like you know like like student athletes like mental health i think that's one thing i've like grown to be a little bit more passionate about like 
I don't know if you guys have heard of like, you know, like these big like student athlete college players, you know, sadly like taking their own lives, like, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's yeah. one thing that doesn't get a lot of recognition, which should, mm-hmm. because right. from a student athlete, there is like, it's a lot of pressure, like just being yeah, honest, yeah. Like, you know, and I think yeah. one thing yeah. a lot of people, yeah, you know, have a hard time understanding. It's, it, it gets exhausting, like, you know, so I want to say that like, um, you know, obviously, like check in with like your players, check in with your even your coaches, like whoever it is, like your trainers, like, and that I've learned that like there there are a lot of people out there that care, like you know what I mean. Your coaches obviously yeah. care, your trainers, your teammates, like you know my teammates have like always made that known, which I love, like that we're all there for each other, and that it's okay to take breaks. Honestly, like we're human. That's what I think about all the time. We're human. Yeah. We're not like. Yeah. We're not no like invincible, like we all feel the same things, you know? Right. And, and I, like, I think that's one thing that, uh, I think that's one thing that the general public doesn't quite understand is that the grind of an athletic season is just, it's, that's what it is. It's a grind and it's draining. Right. And uh, whether, like you said, whether it's the players, whether it's the coaches, whether it's the, you know, the athletic training staff, whoever it is, they're working and just as physically draining it is it's just as mentally draining so it's like it's yeah and that's something that a lot of people don't the general public don't really understand right because they only see the product the finished product what you guys right. want for right 100 they don't they don't see the they don't see the sacrifice they don't see the grind sweat tears all that right so when uh when your guys' schedule comes out shoot it over to us i want to try to make it i want to try to make as many uh games as i can at least in the area <laughs> right right i don't know if i'm gonna be traveling out of state or anything but... oh no no no, <laughs> no about no. like probably like an hour from over here for sure yeah yeah How, um, how's the team looking uh returning a lot of players getting a nice little incoming freshman class how y'all looking yeah we're actually um i think we only have two two people like that have graduated and are um, mm-hmm. leaving but a lot of our seniors are actually using their fifth year their extra year of like covid eligibility oh, nice. which is awesome nice. so um i think we're, we're pretty much having the same girls um we're actually adding a, a good amount of girls on our team so i think we're gonna be like probably almost like a 20 player <laughs> 20 team wow. roster at this point yeah but you know I'm excited. You know, full practice squad. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think that was the goal. Yeah. <laughs> and this will be, you completed your sophomore season and going yeah. into your junior? Yeah, a junior. Oh, okay. Nice. 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 All right. Before we end this recording, uh, we told you a little bit about it uh, before the recording started. Uh, we're going to have you run the fast break which is basically some kind of rapid fire questions. Uh, it's not really rapid fire because it never ends up being quick. But we're going to ask you some questions. Just let us know what your answers are. Um, and obviously you can you can uh, explain yourself if you need to or if we ask you to. <laughs> All right. So um, you went to the Warriors parade mm-hmm. the other day. Uh, who are your five all-time favorite Golden State Warriors? 
Thank you for beating Boston, by the way. I just had to put that in there. <laughs> I know. That, I so that's happy. from a Lakers fan, so. <laughs> so. Um, is it like from currently, like? Any any time period. You're just your favorite Warriors. Okay. Ever. Uh, well, I am kind of a young inside. I <laughs> honestly, I'm not like I don't know like too much of like the. Um, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, but I would say, I want to say, obviously, Katie, Stephen Curry, mm -hmm. um, Clay Thompson, um, uh, let me think. I want to say, honestly, Wiggins. Like, I loved Wiggins this, like, past season. Um, he's, earned, he's earned his keep this, this definitely. season. Definitely. Um, and, um, honestly, underrated, um, Game, game, um, Gary Payton. <laughs> oh, no Monte, no Monte oh, Ellis. I was gonna say Monte Ellis, but I was like, uh, I was kind of young, but I did, I did really look up to Monte Ellis too when I was younger. I cried when they traded him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of Warrior fans were upset, but it, it worked out well for you guys. Yeah, I know. Very well. <laughs> All right, my question is, it's a two-part question. Number one, are you a sneakerhead? And number two, what is your go-to favorite sneaker? Um, I wouldn't say I'm actually a big sneakerhead, honestly. Um, okay. I'm like a girl that like I'll just put on my like my Converse. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm more like a Converse person. Um, okay. Probably I will. I I have had like a few pair of Dunks, but I think my go-to shoe right now okay. is actually the um, I have them right now. They're, um, they're mixed opinions on them, but I think they're really comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> they're they're the, uh, <laughs> no, no, they're the New Balance, like, eight, um, oh, eight, yeah. eight Hey, that's a very underrated shoe. Very yeah, underrated shoe. I've got mixed opinions on them, but right now, these are my go-to shoes. They're, like, yeah. everywhere. Like, I'll wear them. They're comfy. They're yeah. so comfy. Like, yeah. um, I've had a pair of, I, I have a couple pair of Yeezys. Those are really comfy. Mm -hmm. Um but those shoes and yeah th those are my go-to shoes right now what are your go-to hoop shoes my go-to hoop shoes um, like what are you wearing on game day game day yeah. right now my Kyrie's. um which ones i think they're the Kyrie. are they the sevens i think the ones that i have or the Kyrie. Okay. yes i i honestly i, I don't even know <laughs> but yeah um they were in high school actually they were Kyrie's. i actually loved coke i had kobe's in high school um i've always been a low top low top person so yeah all right that wasn't my question i just wanted that was just a follow-up to mo oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um so my always next backing me up brother <laughs> <laughs> my next question um who would play you in your biopic so if there was a movie about your life, who would play you? Who would play me? Whether it's based on looks, whether it's based on talent, acting ability, whoever. Hmm. Good question. Oh, if I got to just choose someone to play me? Yes. Okay. Just like, uh, I don't know, this is random. I would just say Zendaya. I love Zendaya. <laughs> 
You know what? I was actually thinking about that. <laughs> I was actually thinking that for you. <laughs> I don't know. I love Zendaya, so I would just say, I don't know why, but I would just choose her to play me. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan, Euphoria is a trip. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love Euphoria. Can't She's a hell of an actress. Yeah, right. she is. You're right. So, uh, what is your all-time favorite meal? All-time favorite meal? Oh, I love a good poke bowl. Ooh, um, yeah. Yes, like, just like, that. if I had like a go-to I could eat probably every day, I could probably eat poke every day. Like, so I actually worked at a poke spot in high school and I ate that every day, like every day. <laughs> oh my God, I almost, I kind of started to get sick of it. I couldn't eat it for like a little bit. <laughs> That's my go-to meal. Like, if I could eat something every day. What was the What's your, what was favorite? your favorite one? Your favorite um, <laughs> um, I just like some salmon marinated tuna, some spicy mayo. Um, well, from where though? Oh, around here, probably where I used to work, Bayside Poke. It's in New York. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I know where that is. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to try that out. I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I've actually never had poke. Ever. Oh. Dude. <laughs> try it here and then try it in Hawaii. Oh my god! <laughs> It'll run Hawaii is like it's so good. Just because of how fresh it is. Mm -hmm. it, it, and then, um, so if you like how fresh it how fresh it is, uh, Riley, check out um, Aloha Fresh in Japantown, San Jose. Oh, I've actually heard of that. Yeah, hella yeah. good. Hella good. It's a little pricey, but it's hella good. Uh Ooh, okay, for sure. Um, my last question. If you could have four dinner guests, dead or alive, who would they be? Mm. Okay, I want to say... Okay, one person I've always thought of is my great-grandma. Mm -hmm. um, because I've always just heard stories about her, and actually I was named after her. My middle oh, okay. name, Geronima, which is her first name. Mm -hmm. So um, I want to say her. I've just heard so many stories about her, and I, it, honestly, I wish like I could like you know just talk to her like you know. For sure. Um, For sure. I'd pick her. Um, I want to say Stephen Curry. I'd want to talk to Stephen Curry for like a dinner thing. Um, I want to say at SZA. That's my she's my favorite Ooh. musical artist. Oh, I love SZA. Yes, um, I'm trying to think. Um, and probably, I'll just say honestly, I'll say my my grandpa that I never got to meet. Okay. Two family right. members and two a musical artist I look up to and a basketball player I look up to. I like that. I like that. My last question is, what was my guy like as a trainer growing up? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, he's the reason why I got into shape. Like, I think I said that earlier, but yes, you did. he's the reason why I think I lost like 15 pounds, which I needed to, like, you know? <laughs> um, no, honestly, he was like, you know, I, I think that when I was younger, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I was like always like so scared, like not scared. Like everyone <laughs> says that about me. That was always like he was serious. Like, you know, like we were there, like he was serious, like all the time, like, you know, like, you know, like just we're starting, like, you know, um, 
but no like he was a great trainer like honestly like once i like Thank got to shape like was eight with conditioning like that's when basketball really started to pick up for me a lot so um thankful for him thankful for that um but no yeah that was you know i just you know that just reminded me of too i don't know if you remember this but we do like those like jump like jumping on like the steps of like the playground like area yeah. like jumping up and down <laughs> like that but no honestly that was great like after school like the time that he put in like you know just to train me like that was like awesome like man. i'll tell you about this girl she comes from a really good family her parents are some of the nicest are some of the nicest people that i've ever met and That's to this cool. day they to this day they still call me coach <laughs> and they're still like every time every time i see them they're like always you know asking how how i'm doing how the family's doing now that i have a daughter they're asking how she's doing um nice and her mom actually works at the dentist's office that I go to, so she she's she's always asking about pictures from about my daughter. So nice, <laughs> nice, nice. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. How old is your daughter uh, now? She is turning twenty one months at the end of the month, Aww. so she's almost two almost two years old. Wow. Almost two years old, and believe believe that when I envision her eventually playing basketball when she gets older i thought about you so I'm like, uh, what? I'm, I, said, <laughs> I was like i was like all right you're you're out there riley's gonna gonna help train you <laughs> all right, I'm there. i was gonna ask i was like oh do you think you're gonna like you know try and get her to play basketball i'm not gonna force her to if right. she wants to i like i'm gonna have her i want her to try everything right um and then whatever she resonates with that's what she can stick with but i as long as she tries everything, I'm not gonna force her. I'm not gonna force her to play basketball or volleyball or, or anything that I did, um, which is something that we forgot to hit on was that you also played uh, volleyball. Mm. Yeah, um, we could probably we could save that for another future episode. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Uh, that's all the time we got for today. Uh, again, we want to thank Riley for joining us on this episode of the Killer Crossover Podcast. Uh, Riley, plug your socials and again, let us know when your um, season's going. Yeah. So, um, my Instagram's just Riley Sarasua, Twitter Riley Sarasua, Snapchat Riley Sarasua. Um, my email is Riley Sarasua35 at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. This is dope. This is like my first experience mm, doing something like this. Sure. So I appreciate that. For sure. Thank you for taking the time out of your your busy off-season schedule. Thank you. Yes. All right. And you can find us on Instagram at the Killer Crossover Podcast. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Emankoa at E-M-A-N-K-O-A and Mo. You can find me on Twitter as well, your boy Mo87. All right. And we are out. Peace. Peace.